get him. I don't have the right to win. Oh, mate, that's disgusting. <laughs> I would really like to go. Oh, yes. Welcome once again to Welcome to the Jungle, the podcast about the Channel 10 show. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. My name is Higo. Joining me as always from Sydney Studios at Triple M is Jackie Kosalki. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so good, Higo. You know, we're at the halfway point of the show. I saw that last night and I went, already? What? I know. It's over, oh pretty much. God. All right. Well, this is going to be a short and sweet podcast, then, isn't it? <laughs> Hey, no. I just wanted to say straight off the top uh, that we do have an email address that people can get in touch with us yes. through, and that is welcome to the jungle podcast at gmail.com. And great news, got an email. Oh, okay. okay. Read it to me. It says, uh, Dear, welcome to the jungle podcast. Can you please confirm your email address for SoundCloud? Oh, <laughs> that's. Um, we don't actually have any real emails at all. So does anyone actually listen to this, do you reckon? Um, my mum has been listening. Hi, mum. Oh, bless. Mum's been listening uh, and uh, a couple of my friends, I've forced them to download it. All right. Well, let's go back to the start of the week. Sunday, we have to start mm. from. I missed the show because I was out, but yes. I, I watched it on 10 Play and then you caught me up with a whole bunch of stuff. Was there anything really pertinent that you wanted to talk about from Sunday night? Well, no, not really. Um, just Akmal, not surprising that he was going to go. Mm, I think, I although think, we called for Dean's head to roll. <laughs> we did call for I still think Dean's head might roll this week because, you know, big fella's done nothing. Although he started taking his shirt off a little bit more, I have noticed. Well, has he started taking his shirt off more or has Channel 10 started editing him taking off his shirt more because they need to do something because he's done nothing? Yeah, I, I believe that's what's been happening. And I've noticed there's been a bit more showers. There was an Anthony Kalia shower scene last night mm-hmm. as well. So, um, yeah, look, um, I'm, I'm surprised Dean wasn't sent out because old mate's been doing nothing. But, you know, uh, Chief became the chief yes. of camp. So, so that was uh, Monday night. That was Monday night. God, it's been a big week, hasn't it? That's okay. We can start on Monday because, like you said, not much happened on Sunday apart no, from Akmal going home and not really wanting to go home. No, he. yeah, they, a poor producer had to chase him out of camp and I thought, <laughs> you are so annoying. I would be so annoyed if, if I was in camp with him. He didn't have a shower the entire time he was there, I believe. Was it the entire time he wasn't there? Yeah, did not have one shower and was blowing his nose on his shirt. I just, I can't. Um, oh, uh, there was from Sunday night um, the quote of Sunday night, what came from Lorena, which was, I think I have a tick in my underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, just look, skipping straight over that. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that in a second, or should we just not? Um, look, Fev's really, Fev was really starting to open up a lot more on Sunday night, um, mm-hmm. which we can get to a bit later. But really, it's just sort of nothing really happened. Akmal went. I was a bit surprised because he was starting to have a bit of a storyline, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a few Valentine's Day messages That's that right. came through on Sunday night. That was quite lovely to hear. And, you know, um, it wasn't just for the guys that were all partnered up, which pretty much most of them are. It was not, Val got a couple of lovely messages from her grandchildren. And, you know, there was that real tug of the heartstring stuff because, you know what? It would be really weird in there. It would be really isolating and really weird and you mm. just feel in a really funny place. So I'm sure that sort of bolstered their their mood in there. But, yeah, it was a bit of a nothing nothing show on Sunday night, I really thought. Well, skipping to Monday, Chief <laughs> has lost a lot of weight. Chief has lost a lot of weight. Now, um, the other thing I want to say about Chief was he is a vegetarian, right? Pescatarian. He, well... He, they won a challenge later on in the week. I'm skipping forward again. Mm. Uh, and they won some KFC. And there's Chief crying at the sight of 
KFC and eating chicken. He did not hold back. He was in there. But you know what? I reckon it's because he's gone, I am so damn hungry, I don't give a stuff anymore. I need sustenance, I need grease, I need chicken. Well, yeah, I think so. And I I went to a source to find out a bit more information about Chief's vegetarianism, and that is uh, Matthew Johns, his mm-hmm. former teammate um, at the Newcastle Knights. And I, and I said to him, I said, what's going on? And he, he said to me... Um, I distinctly remember, and I'm quoting Matthew Johns here, I distinctly remember him saying he wouldn't eat a chicken because it's an advanced evolutionary animal. They're one of the dumbest animals on the face of the earth. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. So, yeah, look, poor old bastard was so hungry he couldn't help himself. But um, in exciting news, Chief is now the head of the camp. Which is excellent. It's it's a, a, a natural choice and a wise choice. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in last night's episode, Chief had really had his work cut out for him um, when a bit of contraband was brought into uh, the campsite. Why well, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I reckon these are chicks' pants. Oh, that's a press the wrong button. Oh, come button. on now. Oh, God. I'm leaving all this in the podcast. <laughs> this is what happens when you leave it to you to play the stuff. Mate, if you heard my radio show today, a lot of similar stuff was going on, oh let me tell you. Oh, my God. So Chief really had his work cut out for him in <laughs> last night because of some contraband. Yeah. This is not a great one, so bear with me. Um, celebrities, there is contraband in camp. All contraband must be handed into the Tok Tok ASAP right now immediately. So has anyone got anything that they shouldn't have? Anyone? You can actually hear crickets yeah. in the background there. So, you know, Chief Chief had to deal with that. Chief had uh, had to pump up Warney's tyres. He was feeling a bit down. Chief had to rally the troops a couple of nights ago. Yeah. And then last night, uh, Val absolutely cracked it over the cooking and uh, and Chief had to sit everyone down and go, right, guys, this is how it's going to work. If, you want, if you're not happy with dinner, you have to wait until the end and you have to deal with it, the end. This is last night on Thursday night show, um, and I don't know when I'm going to get this to air, so maybe tomorrow. Okay, yeah. so Thursday night show, um, I actually wrote a note, Chief being an excellent camp leader, wonderful people skills. This is obviously from his time in the NRL. He knows yeah. how to lead, he knows how to inspire, and he knows how to diffuse a situation. When he speaks, people listen, and that's why I reckon he's going to win because he's the all-wise, all-calm chief. Absolutely, and that's what I've heard from the guys who used to play with him at the Newcastle Knights is mm. that's absolutely what he was like in the change rooms. And, you know, they won two premierships in a row, didn't they, 97, 98? He's a natural team leader, and he's, he's going to go all the way, as we said. And someone who we were speaking about last week who we thought we were going to go out was Dean. You mm. brought this to my attention that he was all about um, Donald Trump and guns. and Oh, yes. And I, when I heard this, I had to go back and watch it. I thought he probably thinks Oscar, Oscar Pistorius is innocent. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, he did. He went in about, yeah, I'm all for guns and Trump. And everyone was like, what? Mm. Damn. But then somebody from his team, you know, of supporters, which have uh, taken over his Twitter account. I believe, uh, sidebar, I believe Chief's brother, Mark Harrigan, is taking over his Twitter account. So next time I see Chief tucking into some meat, I'm going to direct my questions to Mark at Paul Harrigan on Twitter. Very good. Uh, But, yeah, he was like, pro-guns, yeah. And then one of his supporters was like, what you need to understand is that um, Dean grew up in South Africa. And uh, it was actually... You know, life is different in South Africa. I have totally. friends yeah. who grew up in Johannesburg and have had seen family members 
you know, get shot. Um, so that might have been where some of his comments came from. But I'd say was, so. It was a bit, oh, God. You know, that was also the same night, I think, that Warney spoke about us evolving from aliens, I believe. Oh, yeah. So. I wrote that down and highlighted that. Warney is cooked, thinks we've come from aliens. Uh, Shane, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, at least he's got a theory. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's going, okay, I don't believe that we've, you know, we've been magically uh, developed by God and his image and all that sort of rubbish uh, because that is just a bigger fallacy. I mean, if you're going to believe, and this is my opinion, if you're going to believe that a magical or powerful being has created everything, why can't you believe that we've come from aliens? It's, oh. it's equally as mental. It, it's it's just obviously he needs some food, but you know. Oh, did we? Can we talk about Warney and the fags? Like, did we get any clarification on that from last week? Yes, we did, and yeah. yes, he has been allowed to smoke in camp. Oh, okay. Well, not in like amongst the rest of them, but he's been allowed to duck away and have a have a lung burner. But the other thing I wrote, uh, I think it was last night as mm. well. He was getting really edgy, and I thought maybe they've taken him away because it's now yeah. in the public domain that. Yes, he's been allowed to have them because he was real snappy. Well, I think he's had a tough week. He's lost the leadership in camp to Chief. Um, and he's doing the shitter detail. He's yeah, He's been put on, and I, I tweeted this week, I wonder if he's got a clause in his contract where he has a proxy to do the long drop for him, but I highly doubt that. Yeah. I'd like to think that's not happening. Um, yeah, look, he's had a tough week. He's lost the leadership. He's on Dunny duty. Um, he also off camera had an accident where he burnt his arm. It was very strange they didn't show that on camera, but, you know, he's burnt his arm. He had a really awful um, Tucker trial where he got bitten by a snake. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that a bit later on. Actually, now we're on warning now. We may as well talk about that. What a build-up. Have you got some yeah. audio of this? Yeah, yeah. This is This is what happened last night. Oh, was that? Something have a bit of a taste? Yeah. Go, go, go. Time's really running out now. That's it. You are there. You are there. Go, go, go. That's it. That's it. That was it. And what they did with the promo, they've <laughs> taken the audio from afterwards going, are you okay? And they've mashed it all together to make it sound like it got bitten by a snake because that's going to play off better than... Warney got head-butted by a bloody, I know, a, a blind... tiny, non-poisonous, <laughs> <Yes>. half-blind snake. <laughs> I know, and they really pumped up the dramatic music as well, which is what I enjoyed the most. Come on, one. Channel 10, lift! Uh, I know, I know. And speaking of lift and pump-up stories, right before he went to the Tucker trial, Warney was so stressed, um, Fev was uh, was the one that had to give him a bit of a pump-up. Find something, man. <laughs> Find something. You're the best test cricketer in the world. You're bowling pies. <laughs> Find something. Oh, so close. Line and length. Hit a crack. <laughs> Hit a crack. Do something. Oh, this bull. What's this? <laughs> You're never doing anything. This and this. Be it over. The flipper. Wow. The flipper. The wrong end. Just get a crack, mate. You've got none for 50. Yeah. Off two. <laughs> test cricket. <laughs> How good's Fev? I think it worked, though, because he really went gung-ho into that uh, Tucker trial. Yeah, he really did. Um, you know what? I really want to talk about this this week. I missed it when it happened on TV, mm. but my Twitter feed was just full of it after the episode, which looked like Shane Warne had an empty beer bottle in his hand. Yes, well, this is something that I was just watching, and I went, hang on a minute. He's just waving it around as he was talking. 
Yeah. It was on Monday night's show. And someone tweeted me that the night before, Akmal had a, a can that looked a little bit like a Red Bull can. Yeah, come on. What's going on there? We you need know. to know. I mean, is there an open bar going on in the tock tocky of a night time so they get the stories going? Fair chance there might be. Fair chance there might be. I'm trying to get hold of a mate of mine who was on a reality show a couple of years back and she's got some behind-the-scenes goss on some of the stuff that happens. So as soon as we can get hold of her, I'll, uh, we'll find out some info on some of the stuff that might happen behind the scenes. Like things like they do mm. put alcohol off camera to try and, you know, amp up the stories, which, yeah. you, you know, that's where you do get the gold. Um, this week or so, Warney was talking about, uh, he's good for a story, you know, Um, and he does have great stories and I'm sure they are genuine besides the we evolved from aliens story. Um, But he was telling a story the other night about how he got in a lift, you know, late at night with, um, I think, you know, with a lady and then there was another man in the lift late at night with a lady and, you know, it happened to be Chris Martin from Coldplay. Mm. He was like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, same as you. Oh, what's happening? Anyway, then they just ditched the chicks and stayed up all night talking and apparently a massive bros now. The thing about that story, I think Warney prefaced it with something like, oh, about 16 years ago. Yeah. And alarm bells went off in my head that he was talking about that he was with someone. And I went, "Same." wasn't he with his wife back then? Yeah, same. I was like, and the thing is, he didn't even, that didn't even cross his mind as no. he was telling that story. But I, I could be totally wrong. They might have been on one of those separations because they did have a couple. Yeah. And I don't know. And far be it for me to bloody, you know, say that he's doing the wrong thing. But it just sort of rang alarm bells in my head to go, oh, I thought he was with Simone back then. But yeah. maybe not. And it's just about his stories as well. You know, he drops names like they're dirty tissues. But to be fair, he lives in that bubble. He lives yeah. in that celebrity world. What else does he have to talk about? And that's right. They, they are genuinely his mates. That's his circle. Yeah. They're the people that he talks to. So, so maybe we're being too harsh on him. I mean, this, you kind of go, oh, okay, here we go. Another celebrity story. But, you know, that's exactly why he's in there. Because people want to know about Shane Warne and, and his lifestyle. I don't actually think he's a bullshit artist either. He seems pretty genuine about uh, about the, the stuff that he's talking about. Like last night he was talking about his teenage daughter. She said He said, you know, she has a job in a cafe every Saturday morning. Yeah. She gets up at 7. She works till lunchtime. It's 100 bucks a day. If she wants to buy a new dress, I tell her it's, you know, two weekends work. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. You're pretty genuine. I'm on board with you, you know, to an extent. <laughs> I reckon there's a little bit of a, he tells that story and then goes, oh, I don't worry about it. You can pay me back. Because oh, yeah. let's be honest, 250 yeah. bucks to Shane Warne is yeah. not like 250 bucks to you or I. I'd like to think that's the case. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. This you're is a man right. who goes and gambles extensively to play poker tournaments all around the world. Yeah. Well, he's, I, I'm, I'm, you know, being fed the Kool-Aid by him and I'm buying it, aren't I? So. Uh, I think it's a, it's a tightrope. I think there is yeah. definitely, I think he's kind of, he's a man-child. I'm, I'm convinced that he is a man-child and he's loving it because he's got everything he could ever want. And then he yeah. sa- even said during the week, oh, I want, what well, might have been last week, I want more. I want more, I want more cars, I want more hair. Good on him, you know? Yeah. Well, that's if that's what, what he's addicted to, if it's not, you know, drugs or alcohol. Yeah, then and so surgery. Yes. Speaking of surgery, our favourite person, uh, Lorena. Old uh, giraffe neck. Oh, look, and I even, I texted you last night and I thought, do we just put a moratorium on talking about Lorena? Because I just... No. uh, I was going to go with you on that and then I went, no, it's just too much. She gives so much. And this is why she's still on the show, because they realise that people like us are going to bitch about her. 
Oh, and I well, say, and I call her giraffe neck because I've only just noticed a lot, and I think it's because of weight loss that she, her neck seems to be getting really long. Yeah, but this is also coming from a guy who has nine chins, and I've only got like an, a neck that's <laughs> half an inch long. So you know, uh, but I also more think power that, to her. I also think that when you have a really ugly personality, you find it you find it hard to look at someone and go, "Oh, they're attractive." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's the thing, you know, I, and I don't like the fact that her and JBT have sort of mended things. I just don't buy it, and I'm a little bit kind of wary of it. I don't want yeah. – you're speaking about drinking the Kool-Aid. I don't want Joe Beth Taylor to be drinking the Kool-Aid when it comes to Lorena. Oh, I, I'm just think... not convinced that she's a nice person. No, 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 and I think I think Joe Beth is – you know, she, you can see in camp she does a lot of yoga. I think she lives in the hinterland in Noosa. I think she's pretty chilled, mm. so I think she's probably thought – I think she's risen above it, and she's a bit older too. You know, yeah, she's true. probably 20 years older than Lorena, so mm. she's like – you know, I'm in my 40s. I've got a kid. I don't need this rubbish. Yeah, you know, true I, I sort of feel like that's maybe what's happened with her. But Lorena is there because she does give great content, you know. Um, her and Joe Beth did the Tucker trial this week where they had to eat pig's ass and all that sort of stuff. But although Lorena was, <laughs> she said, uh, and I quote, I have too much dignity to eat a pig's ass. <laughs> don't bother taking it for the team. No. Mm. But, you know, we're not the only ones that feel this way about Lorena. This is what happened last night with some of the campmates behind her back. Go tell your mate to stop stealing shit. She's invisible to me. Wouldn't it be great if we could... We could vote her out. (laughs) So that is Bonnie and Mm. Kalia. Uh, Anthony Kalia is not a fan. In fact, they're both going hard at each other behind each other's backs. And the problem they had last night was... She snuck in some contraband, which was a piece of KFC chicken and some salt, uh, some salt sachets, I believe. And that was. All right, let's just stop there for a minute. The fact that she's taken in chicken yeah. after the others, like they want it fair and square. That's great. Enjoy it there. For her to bring it into the camp, I think is just sticking it up everyone else. It's yeah. selfish. And I just think it was a real dick move. Yeah, there was that. There was also, you know, she put out the fire the night before. So they Again, all. Again, a dick yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. So, and then there was also a moment last night where everyone was just chilling out, and she's come along with a blow-up mattress and started like Darth Vader mm. sound effecting, and it's <laughs> it's just yeah, like so I think I think something's going to happen though. I think she's going to have a breakdown soon because everyone is going to turn on her. Even Chief might turn. Well, and here's the weird thing: I jumped onto the Facebook page for "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here," and yeah. she has a lot of support. She does. And it's baffling. It's like, are you not watching what everyone else is watching? And I understand, yes, it's manipulated for TV. We're not that stupid. But Mm. it just seems to be an overwhelming amount of dickheadedness from her. And I don't know if if that's been part of the deal. Maybe the producers have said, okay, we want you to go in there. We want you to stir the pot. Yeah, I think so. And I think the campmates are awake up to that, except... You know, she's probably gone a bit hard at Kalia and clearly the two of them are just not getting along and, you know, that's probably why Joe Beth has risen above it because she's thought, okay. Yeah, I can't be asked. I can't be asked. I've yeah. been in showbiz for long enough. I know what this is. I don't care. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's probably a bit of that. It does give us something to talk about. You're absolutely right. And but again, I know- on the chicken thing as well, she said to the camera, oh no, she said to the others, I'm going to play down how much we ate when mm. they won the KFC and then takes it into the camp. Yeah. It's yeah. just a fucking idiot move, you know. I just, I, yeah. you know, I don't like it at all. And like I said, putting out the coals—that's just stupid. They, and as Fev said, they have—they've had hot coals the whole time to make starting the fire easy, and she just put them out. Yeah, I know. There's, there, yeah, 
I think she has no self-awareness. I think that's what it is. I really do. Mm. Like if you had any ounce of awareness about how you're perceived by other people, you just wouldn't do that stuff, you know? Yeah, she's just completely self-involved. Although, you know what, on a, on a side note, as, as a female who also enjoys a lot of spray tans, I was, <laughs> her spray tans had like lasting power. And you can tell she's had a spray tan because her skin is a different colour to her face, right? That's just mm. hot tip, Higo. And I'm like, that's, that spray tans last 20 days. They've been in there 20 days. Yeah, but she, you do see her quite a bit laying out in the sun where she, her head is actually covered. Yeah, true. So she's obviously baking the body and not her head. Yeah, that's true. A little bit protective of all that surgery that's been going on. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can we talk about my most favourite person this week? Chieftain? No, well, I'd always love Chief. Chief's my boy. He's your boy? As I said. Yes. Chief, please be my dad. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm on board with Brendan Favola. What a revelation he's been in this series. A fevelation. A fevelation. Yep. What a fevelation. I just cannot get enough of him this week. He, look, you know, he's annoying. And he's a naughty little schoolboy. But uh, here he is last night talking about uh, his missus, Alex Favola. She's a pretty strong woman. Like, she, like I, she doesn't need me at all. Like, she could be with no one and be fine. But, like, without her, I'd be f- not well. Oh, well, you're breaking my heart, sweetheart. You just, oh, what a guy. You know the biggest thing about Fev, and he's he's been around the station here for a, a lot of years. Yeah. And we used to, the stuff that he used to do, and I won't mention stuff, but, you know, yeah. he was a bit loose. Yeah. You know, and, and that's pretty well documented, you know, pissing on buildings and stuff and getting yeah. in, in trouble, blah, blah, blah. But I think he's genuinely now grown up and turned the corner a little bit. I think he has too. Maybe I think the, he has. the rehab has been the best thing that's happened to him. The rehab and a love of a good woman. Oh, yeah. But she stayed by him the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, maybe that's why. She she probably saw all of that stuff behind the scenes that we're only seeing now. Mm. You know? So, And also, he's 35 now, you know? Yeah. And often I think with those guys is that you imagine being in your early 20s, young, fit, good looking, and earning a squillion dollars a year, you know? You never had a real job. Never had a real job. They don't know how to manage money. They don't have to pay bills. They don't have to, you know. We still act. see it now with NRL, AFL stars. Yeah. They're still loose. They've got no idea. They're, they're man children. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, maybe he's And that's what needed to happen. He lost the footy. Mm-hmm. He lost his wife, you know, and that's what needed to happen. So I, I'm, I'm on board with Fev. I think Fev's going to be top two. Oh, right. Okay. Well, let's, talking about the top two, <laughs> creepy Warney snuck in again last night. Oh. God, like, I just, yeah. Anyway, he's been sleeping. Subtle as a sledgehammer. Oh, God. Okay, here he is late at night whispering with Havana Brown. I reckon you would have to be in the top three because you've got a lot of followers and you've got a lot of fans, right? you got Chris Martin. Did I tell you when they called me up on stage yeah. and I was hopeless? Yeah, that's good. Just What? <laughs> So that's the two of them chatting about who's going to be top three. And Havana's like, yeah, but you've got, you know, your friends with so Chris Brown. So what did Warnie say then at the end of, after her, she's pumping up his tyres? And then he said, what? Did I tell you about Chris Brown? Yeah, did I tell you, no, did I tell you about Chris Martin when he pulled me up on stage? And I was like, yeah, you told us, mate, the night you were sitting there on the couch with the empty beer bottle. So he's just changed topic completely. Yeah, yeah. Just to name drop again that he knows Chris um, Martin. Mm. Come on, Warnie. But then he got really creepy when he looks at, he says, I think Chief will be there. And, he, and then he, and this is the creepy part. Yeah. I don't think Havana, and I don't think anyone thinks that Havana is going to be top three. No. Not a chance. 
But he said, oh, I think you're going to be top three. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, it's just Let it go, Wani. She's yeah. not interested. She's engaged to someone else. Like she. Yeah, but <laughs> remember that her fiancé is Warney's age, so he's got a shot. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he's my age. I've got a shot. I've got a shot. It's, um, it's like guys right around the world, and this is true. Anytime you see a hot celebrity chick and you read somewhere, I oh, have separated, you think, I'm in. <laughs> if I could just meet him, I could convince him I'm in. <laughs> I'm a chance I'm now. I'm a chance. <laughs> God love him. I mean, he's campaigning hard with her, isn't he? But I just think he's not going to get anywhere, unfortunately. Um, oh, hey, apparently Sunday night, Miranda Kerr is going to be on the show. Is that right? Yes, but it's not confirmed whether or not she's going to be in Africa. I highly doubt it. But uh, apparently she's sending a special message to the campmates. Okay. So mm, we'll see where that goes. She won't be in there, though. But intruders must be coming. And I wouldn't be surprised if... You know, if we're halfway through now and there's still 10 people in camp, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing double evictions. Double evictions. Yeah, they'll be weeding them out. Some intruders will come in and things will get interesting. And there'll be young, hot intruders, like I said last week, specifically for Warney. I want to see some (laughs) ex-neighbours starlets in there or home and away people or something. Well, there's still that rumour that Warney's ex um, will be an intruder. The DJ. Yeah, her name escapes me right now. She's an Australian. Yeah, she's just, because that's the thing. She's a... Australian DJ slash model, um, mm. you know, one of those FHM cover girl yep. situations. And she was in, um, she's big in the UK for some reason. Right. In the lads mags and all that sort of stuff. Okay. And she was in the UK version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. She so. was in that when you were in the UK, is that right? Yes, yes. Okay. And and I remember watching with my housemates and they're like, oh, who's who's she? She's Australian. And I was like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So anyway, then uh, once she got out of the jungle, her and Warney dated for about six months, I believe. So after Liz Hurley. Well, here's so. the, Yeah, well, here's the thing. I We had a party at Club 23, Warney's joint at the Crown Casino. Yeah. Uh, that was put on by the station. And she was DJing that night. And it That's was, right. And it was just after Liz and him had split and she had come back from the UK. Didn't Mick Malloy have something to do with it? He introduced it a, them, I that's think. That's right. It was a Bunga Bunga party. Yes, that's right. You're absolutely right. Mm. So, yeah. So, apparently, she's going to be one of the intruders. I right. don't know. I don't know. Her name escapes me, too. I mean, I could Google it, but I couldn't be bothered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We've got computers things. all around us. We can't be stuffed. What does that tell you? (laughs) We're apathetic. What can you do? Uh, We're we're just about out of time, but uh, I don't know if if you've got anything else you want to play or is there anything else you want to touch on? I mean, I've got a lot of things written down, like Val in the last couple of days has become this cranky old lady. And then I think she's 70 plus. She's just being a 70 plus year old person. I can't wait to get to that age where there's no pretense. You just tell people straight up. There's no sugar coating. (laughs) I love it. It's like she just goes... That's not how you do it when she was showing Dean how to, although when she said to Dean, she said, may I show you? And he said, yes, how to flip the omelette. You're not going to say no to Val Lehman, are you? Not a chance. I think she's magnificent. <laughs> I wanted to go all the way. Oh, so do I. And you know, she had a bit of a she had a bit of an episode the other night. They were doing um, the Tucker trial, where they were what up on top of a oh the blade. damn wall, the Tucker the wall, the damn wall, and you know she fell over, right? And everyone was like, oh, and she's seventy three. Yeah, and you she know, started. She had the massive adrenaline rush and felt sick. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like she's seventy three. Nothing exciting happens in her life, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, she's up on a bloody damn wall in South Africa. Yeah, I, I am a bit worried about her because you know the cooking is really, really getting to her, and I wonder mm. if, you know, it might be a wise decision for Chief to sort of go, hey, change of roles, let's let Val cook. I don't because, think so. The, I reckon it'd be producers saying, no, everyone has to have a go oh. at the different things. 
Oh, poor Val. I'm a bit worried about her. Shall we talk about who we think is going to go this week? Again, by process of elimination, I think <laughs> yes. so. So we've got to go with the obvious. Warney's safe. Fev's yeah. safe. Chief's uh, safe. Chief's safe. JBT is probably safe. Yeah. I think as much as we don't want her to go, yeah. I reckon Lorena's got a force behind her. I think you're right because I did make a comment about her on Twitter the other day. Um, she said something and someone, you know, just her tone when she speaks to people is not great either. And I said something along those lines and one of her supporters tweeted me back going, she doesn't deserve all this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but her tone's not cool. No, you know? she's an ugly person. Yeah. It's mm. like that Shallow Hal movie. Yeah. Do you know when they're like really pretty girls and then you see what they look like when, you know, from mm. the inside out, it's like she would look like the ugly lady in Shallow Hal. Yep. I agree 100%. So what about Bonnie? <laughs> Bonnie that, might be in trouble. Well, they're kind of, there's that little bit of playfulness that was going on with Feb and <laughs> everyone likes her. They, they were showing that. So, but I don't think she's resonating with the Aussies. Everyone going, I just, I've had enough of her. Mm, so yeah. I, I think I'm going with Bonnie out this week. I think you might be right. Um, as much as I want it to be Lorena or Dean, yeah, I think you know we're being manipulated a little bit. You know what? It might even be um, Havana. Well, yes, exactly. It might even be Havana, but yeah, you know, I no, you know what? Dean's gone. He's gone. He's gone. All right, you're calling it. This is two weeks in a row. It's two. Yeah, I know. If it's if I don't get it this week, like clearly, don't listen to me again. <laughs> but. Um, you know, he he took his shirt off a couple of times. There was a couple of rig shots, but that's it, you know. And okay. then there was Sunday night, there was a I Believe in Guns, but then nothing else happened. Do you know what I mean? No, you're so, true, true, true. But, and he's also taken sides with Lorena and Havana. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's a yeah. dangerous place to be. I think so too, but it might, might also be because they're the youngest in camp. They might sort of be buddying up a little bit, you know. So, mm. I don't know. He's boring though. God, he's boring. I wanted to like him, and he's probably a nice enough fellow, but he's he's boring. Yeah, he's boring. He You're brings right. nothing. He's got no cool stories. He's got nothing. No, nah, nah, talk about Glee. You know, tell, tell us something about Glee, even. You know, and I won't even find that that exciting, but tell us. You know, but it is hard, though. I will make one point. If you've got old mate there, Dean, you know, with sto not really telling any stories, it must be hard for him when you've got Warney dropping, you know, test cricketing stories mm -hmm. and... Chris Martin stories and, and stuff like that, you know, that would be a little bit hard to get in and go, well, yeah, I'm sort of an unemployed actor in Los Angeles. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing this to pay some bills. Yeah, totally. Mm, all right. Well, I reckon that wraps it up. You're going with Dean. I'm going with Bonnie to be gone this week. Yes. Uh, I reckon I'm going to be wrong. Uh <laughs> It's too unpredictable. I just don't know. Yeah, it is. It is. But um, just another reminder, our email address is welcome to the jungle podcast at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us. And uh, we'd love it. I would love it. I would love to know that anyone is actually listening. Yeah, I would like to know that. Should we just say words to see if people are listening? Boobs. Bum. Asshole. Balls. I was going to go even more naughty, but I won't. Yeah, I but won't. No. I can't. I can't. Fa fairly family. I mean, I said fuck before, but that's, <laughs> we wouldn't get away with that. Yeah. It's an explicit podcast. <laughs> All right, until next week, we will talk again. As always, great to chat to you. Awesome to talk to you too, and thank you for everyone. Well, your mum for listening. Mum. Hello, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> Get in, mum. I don't have the right to win. Oh, mate, that's disgusting. <laughs> I would really like to go out.